The polls are out on COVID, and it looks like in a lot of areas of the country, we have peaked out. I saw locally, they think it's going to be another couple of three weeks. But companies are already beginning to gear back up to get people back to work and try to figure out how they're going to do it and what the configurations are going to be. There's a company called ActiveOps that really operates all over the world, U.S., U.K., Ireland, India, South Africa, Australia. The U.S. headquarters are here, and what they do is they help companies. They, it's a management process automation software company. Company, but they teach companies how to adapt and change. And Spencer O'Leary is the CEO of North America and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Hi, David. Nice to meet you. Thank you. So how many times have we been through this? Companies gearing up for resuming operations now and getting back to, quote, the new normal, I guess. And I think this is three or four times now we seem to have gone around this loop of uh, everyone's going to work from home and then everyone's going to work from the office and then it's back to home again and then back to office reopening. And I think the stage we've got to now is, is most businesses, large and small, have decided that it's somewhere between the two. People are going to work from home a few days a week and they're going to work from the office a few days a week. And this new phrase of a, a hybrid workforce is something that I think we're going to see a lot more of as we go into 2022. You know, and, and early on, it was saying, well, now there's some companies that lend themselves to this, and there's some operations that you just can't turn hybrid. Now I'm beginning to hear less and less companies say we, we can't do a hybrid operation. I think they have to. I think they have to. And you know, employees are voting with their feet. And those employees who have ended up working for an organization who don't think they can adopt hybrid, those employees are leaving and they're going to work for an organization who can adopt a hybrid approach because that's what society seems to want is this flexibility to work from the home, from the office and somewhere in between. So one of the things ActiveOps does is, is it's a management process automation company. You work in software, which to me means that you can replace some of these people that maybe companies are realizing they can lose some overhead and streamline a little bit coming out of COVID. They certainly can. And one of the things that businesses have had to just absorb the cost of is an increased layer of management across their business. In, in 2019, it was hard enough managing either if, you know, a team of 15 people or a team of 15,000 people in a big business. It was hard enough managing a workforce when you could hear them and you could see them because generally you sat in front of them. And that, that was part of your management technique. As everybody went home, Managers lost the ability to hear and see people, and we're helping businesses have better data, better visibility, better control, so that not only workers can work remotely, but managers can manage remotely. You know, and, and one of the other concerns was about productivity. They said, well, you know, you got kids and, and, and FedEx deliveries and all the stuff that, that distracts you if you're not in the, in the workplace. On the flip side, I don't know. I've worked from home a lot. And I'm a lot more productive. I work longer hours, and I don't have to commute. And I, I, I don't even take as long for lunch, I don't think. Yeah, we, so our software measures uh, productivity, and it measures output. So productivity for most people, how much work got done in the time that it took to do it. And for most of our customers, they're reporting productivity improved over the course of COVID. Most people are more productive at home when there's actually less distraction than there is when they're working in the office. The big challenge comes in some other key performance indicators that deteriorated during COVID. So employee well-being, a real worry for businesses, sickness and attrition caused by increased workplace stress, things like creativity, 
and agility, the things that drive innovation within our workplace, they're really hard to not only uh, maintain, but even impossible to improve when you've got a bunch of people who never get together, never collaborate, they struggle to generate those new ideas. Well, can that be mimicked, though, with uh, uh, Zoom meetings or WeWork or whatever sort of artificial methods? And, fa- you know, and the fact is now we've everybody seems to have pretty good bandwidth, so you don't have the, the downside of trying to communicate uh, online. And, and the virtual meeting, can, can that be as effective? Uh, I think it can be as effective as it can be in a virtual meeting, but nowhere near as effective as people who get together face to face. So we're social animals. We like to get together to communicate, collaborate, even to congregate that whole act of humans getting together and interacting with each other. Most ideas are generated. Most innovation comes when you have those casual conversations around the water cooler or around the coffee machine. Or breaking bread together and enjoying some food. That's when we really start to interact with each other and generate. And, ideas and you build and up. Lost. There's a certain trust element you you build up. I think when you have that sort of interactive, uh, it's far far easier to dial somebody up on Teams or Zoom or pick the phone up when you've when you've met somebody face to face and yeah. you've got that personal relationship. And I think we've 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 lost that, and businesses have started to lose some of those things that are really important as we as we want to be successful. In this. You know, one of the things about ActiveOps, you guys are, as I mentioned in the intro, you guys operate all over the globe, the U.S., the U.K., Ireland, and South Africa, Australia. I know you've, you've worked in the U.K. and you were head of, uh, what, uh, South Africa and India for a while. And, you're, and I can tell you're not from around here. Uh, are, are we all in the same boat? Are all our businesses all over the globe facing the same kind of challenges or are some areas adapting better? Uh, some areas are definitely adapting better. You mentioned a few seconds ago about the ability to work remotely bandwidth. And in certain parts of the world, whether it's in, in Asia, it's in India, it's in certain parts of Africa, not so much South Africa, but, but the Northern African regions, uh, bandwidth is a real challenge. And, and where you have poor bandwidth and multi-generations living in the same house, yeah. all trying to work and some of them trying to school their children and look after aging relatives, that creates this, this impossible environment for people to try and work in. So there is different challenges across the globe. The, the, the reality is some of those challenges are overcome by having the same solutions. If you've got good data, it gives you good visibility and control. And at least that's a start point to try and manage the remote workforce. So have you read across sort of, you know, Luddites, Neanderthal companies that just that won't adapt and, 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 and are going to disappear because of it? Yeah, won't adapt. They're losing their workforce uh, and they will lose market share. They will not be able to accommodate what we want as consumers uh, if the workforce isn't, you know, they don't attract and retain the right talent if the workforce isn't motivated. And with we all hear about the great resignation. There's a labor shortage. Employees, some of them aren't going back to work. The ones that are are demanding this, this remote or hybrid model. And employees will vote with their feet. If their employer can't accommodate their flexible needs, they'll just go work for someone who can. Well, you know, actually, you know, I was thinking when you were talking about the workforce, I was thinking, well, inflation and wage inflation. If you can't find people, you got to pay up for the people that you can find. But go back to our earlier conversation. One of the things you guys are working on is this process automation software, which lowers the, you know, the, the need for as many people. So is that going to help companies overcome what's going to be a higher cost of doing business? It does. And to be clear, our software helps automate part of the management process 
rather than the business processes. So what we generally help our customers with is, is one manager can look after more people. And if you think about- Well, but they're the, highest, they're the highest paid. They're the highest paid. So there's a lot of them across a business. If you employ a thousand people, it isn't just the management of the thousand people. It's the, it's the managers of the managers of the managers as you go up your sort of Christmas tree of, of reporting hierarchy. So having better spans of control across that group, being able to manage and optimize cost, quality, and service across a wider span of people. That's a huge cost saving for, for businesses. So over the last couple of years, have you seen new businesses that have grown out of this too? I know I know, we've seen some that have disappeared, but ha has there been growth? There has been growth. And it, you know, it's a really strange, particularly in, in the US, a really strange economic market at the moment with interest rates very low. We've got a a hugely buoyant housing market, lots of people looking for investment and moving house. That creates a mortgage market and everything that sits around it of increased business volumes. So across banking, insurance, and healthcare, we've seen business volumes are up, resource is down, and that just creates this really interesting dynamic. And it's not just those key industries, but every industry is, is kind of driven to a degree on what's happening in the financial services industry. So as we see that, uh, those economic times change. Yeah. There's lots of businesses who are being really successful at the moment. There's some businesses who are disappearing, but those who are adopting a hybrid workforce model seem to be the ones who are going to survive. So let me let me ask you about you. Okay, you, if if my timeline is right, you moved here to to Las Colinas to head up the U.S. operations, just as the world was coming to an end. Did you move here in, in February of 2020? I moved here. I landed with my wife, two children, two dogs and a cat. Uh, we landed at DFW on the 18th of February. My children went to their new school uh, for two weeks before being sent home. Uh, and then me and my wife, we both worked out of, as everybody did. I, my wife was working out of one office, the children out of a bedroom, me out the movie room with a temporary desk. And we did that for, what, 18 months before coming back. Our office now in, in, uh, in, uh, in William Square in Las Colinas, but we really didn't open that until sort of the end of last year. I can't imagine taking on a new charge like that when you couldn't do all the things we were just talking about, is have some personal, develop some personal relationships with your employees, your new charges. Um, that must have been an ultimate challenge. It, it was an ultimate challenge. And you know, from this conversation today, David, this we've been very busy over the last two years helping organizations kind of cope with the, the, the turmoil that enabling their workforce to work from home uh, drove them. And, and we did some, I think, some really good things through the early part of 2020, where we offered people free use of our software if it meant they yeah. could better manage uh, their employees working from home. Most of those people now pay us to use the software because they've seen how great it is. But I had the luxury of being uh, extremely busy. They were sort of 12-hour working days uh, every single day. There was no time for holiday, so keeping busy was a good distraction. Well, and you certainly didn't get a chance to get acquainted with the, the new area that you just moved into. You've got a lot of exploring yet to do. We have, and we started traveling as a family again, really, the, the latter part of only last year. Um, so my children have been super excited now to get out of the house, see the wider DFW area, go around Texas. And, that, and see all the beautiful things that are here. So really excited about that this year. Well, here's hoping uh, we, we get the, the new normal back pretty soon, but I've been saying that for about a year and a half, I think. Spencer O'Leary, CEO of ActiveOps, the uh, North American Operations. Good to have you with us. Thank you very much.
Thanks, David. Thanks for more of our conversation with Mr. O'Leary. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.